Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Friday, July the 24th, 2020. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, all of those of whom are connected to you. You know, this week we've been talking about relationships, specifically the relationship between David and Saul, David and Saul. So on Fridays, we do things a little bit differently. We've been praying about relationships and kind of gaining some insight um, about how relationships work. Um, And so we're just going to continue this. We're just going to stay right here because relationships are so important in our lives. And a lot of times people that we invite into our lives can either add to or they can take from. But there are um, wonderful examples in the Bible of how we are to interact in relationships and how um, we need God to be involved in our relationships to know um, the level of divine connection. I'll just put it that way. So on Fridays, we do things a little bit differently. If this is your first time joining prayers for your day, you know, That basically Monday through Thursday, we pray between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. And on uh, Fridays, I like to just leave a word of encouragement or motivation or something that you can really reflect on throughout the weekend. So for this week, it's all about relationships. Um, On this morning, uh, I was up again probably a little bit before 5 And I just began to get a download about some things that we should discuss on this morning. But it took me back to Saul's disobedience. So we kind of got into this is even prior to Saul meeting David. This is when Saul was um, first anointed to be king over Israel. We have to remember that God never wanted to have man over Israel the people. He wanted to be the person. He he wanted to guide the people. However, once the people had been delivered and, you know, went through some things, they wanted a king. So God gave them what they asked for. Um, And so let's backtrack a little bit to 1 Samuel chapter 15. And what God gave me this morning was don't succumb to pressure because of relationships. Don't succumb to the pressure, whether that be sexual pressure, whether that be pressure to take drugs, whether whatever that pressure is, pressure to be something that you're really not, but because you're trying to fit in, don't succumb to the pressure because of the relationship. Even on the job, if somebody's trying to get you to do something to take a little bit extra, uh, you know, of, of this or that because you've earned it. Don't succumb to the pressure because of the relationship, because a lot of time that pressure that is placed on you will ultimately take you and and me. I'm talking to me, too out of the will of God. So let's take a look. First Samuel chapter 15. I'm going to be skipping around because we don't, you know, we don't have a lot of time, but first Samuel chapter 15, this is when, um, the Samuel had said to Saul what the Lord had given him. So again, we're back before Samuel, before Saul and David's relationship. So verse three says, now go attack the Amalekites and totally destroy everything that belongs to them. Do not spare them 
put to death men and women, children and infants, cattle and sheep, camels and donkeys. So this is what the Lord spoke to Samuel to tell Saul about the Amalekites. Go and destroy everything, everything. So um, as we look at chapter number still in 15, verse 15, um, we know that Samuel didn't, that Saul didn't do that. So, so here's the conversation because Saul didn't do what he was ordered to do by God. He was disobedient again. This wasn't the first time Saul was disobedient to uh, what he was supposed to be doing, but this really was the second time of his disobedience. So here's the, the conversation between Saul and Samuel. Samuel, Saul answered, the soldiers brought them from the Amalekites. They spared the best of the sheep and cattle to sacrifice to the Lord your God. But we totally destroyed the rest. Stop, Samuel said to Saul. Let me tell you what the Lord said to me last night. Tell me, Saul replied. And then it goes on. If we go to 19, why did you not obey the Lord? Why did you pounce on the plunder and do evil in the eyes of the Lord? But I did obey the Lord, Saul said. I went on the mission the Lord assigned me. I completely destroyed the Amalekites and brought back Agag, their king. The soldiers took sheep and cattle from the plunder, the best of what was devoted to God, in order to sacrifice them to the Lord your God at Gilgal. But Samuel replied, does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice as much as as in obeying the voice of the Lord to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed is better than the fat of rams for rebellion is like the sin of divination and arrogance like the evil of adultery because you have rejected the word of the Lord. He has rejected you as king. Then Saul said to Samuel, check this out. I have sinned. I violated the Lord's command and your instructions. I was afraid of the people. And so I gave in to them. I'm going to stop right there. Don't succumb to pressure because of relationships. Pressure takes you out of the will of God. Even though Saul thought, this is the second time he thought that he was doing something right. Because when the men brought him these things, what should he have said? No, because that's not what God said to do. But Saul, like many of us, when we are put in situations because of relationships, this is my friend, you know, this is my, uh, my superior. This is someone I've known for a long time, or I think this person is cool when they bring things to us. Instead of saying, mm, no, thanks, because we know what the word of God says, because we have the Holy Spirit. All of a sudden, we may not be necessarily afraid of the people, but we don't want to look like we're not down. We don't want to look like we're too good or we're too holy. So we succumb to the pressure, which leads to disobedience. God says the word of God says that obedience is better than sacrifice. See, a lot of times we think that because we're sacrificing, 
you know, because we're doing something that we think is good. And there there may be, I mean, when, when you look at what Saul said, Saul had worked it all out in his head why this was a good thing. Like this was going to be to sacrifice to God, or I'm still going to do this and I'm, and I'm still going to give God this and I'm still, but yet we still want to have our way in it. And sometimes it's not, I'm not going to say sometimes it's never about our way. It's about God's way. And so this is what the download that I received this morning. The disobedience leads into destruction. Usually when you find someone that is um, not always, because I don't want to say that, but um, I heard a pastor say a long time ago, bring it back to my remembrance, Holy Spirit, that Sin always leads to suffering. Okay. Sin always leads to suffering, but suffering is not always a result of sin. Sin always leads to suffering. There's no way out of it. Not for you, not for me, not for our children, for no one. Sin will always lead to suffering. But suffering is not always a result of sin. Now, that might be a famous quote. I just heard a pastor say it one day on the radio and it just my spirit took hold of it. So sin, the sin of Saul of, in his disobedience will show us as we continue to read about his relationships, a path of suffering. But this is what the Lord gave me when we talk about disobedience leading to destruction. It happens when we put side pieces over spouses. It happens when we chase cash or money over our children. It happens when we allow our in-laws, the intimacy of our in-laws to be more important than the intimacy with our spouses. It happens when we desire to please man more so than we desire to please God. Again, because in those cases, Saul thought he was doing the right thing, but the right thing for who? The right thing for who? You hear a lot of, um, you know, when you think about children and a lot of Men who are absent in the home will say, well, because I couldn't get along with your mother or because I couldn't get along with your father and I didn't want you to be a part of that. So I sacrificed my time with you in order to do A through Z. But obedience says that a man who does not take care of his family is worse off than an infidel, which means a non-believer. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Couples who leave their spouses for side, for side pieces. Can we be real this morning? Because maybe you wreaked havoc over here. And so this person did this and you, you mess up their marriage. And so it's all you feel like it's only right to, for you to mess up your marriage, so to speak. And so the side piece takes the place of the spouse. But the Bible says that when two, the Bible says that what God has joined together, let no man put asunder, but you sacrifice your family because of this over there. But at the end of the day, obedience is better than sacrifice. So a lot of times this is what happens. 
people co-sign. The Bible says that you should not co-sign for anyone. But it's my daughter or it's my husband or, or and you know, it's my daughter, it's my husband. It's not about what we say, but what does God say? Well, I just lied a little bit. I lied because they were they were going to do this or they were going to do that. And I didn't want them to get in trouble. And I'm guilty of it, too. too y'all, some of this stuff I'm guilty of. And I and I have to repent just like you do. But I mean, I'm just saying. But but the Bible says that liars will have their place in the like of lake of fire. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Well, we moved in together because we plan on getting married. We're going to get married in a couple of years. But until then, we're going to live together. But fornication is sexual immorality, uh, sexual immorality. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Well, I saw my 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 um my friend's spouse cheating, so I'm going to tell him. When God says that he is not the author of confusion, instead of telling, maybe you should pray. Maybe you should talk to that person. Bible says if you have a problem with your brother, you go to your brother. Obedience is better than sacrifice. So every relationship we have, including me, we make a lot of excuses. Just like Saul made a lot of excuses for what he did. He said, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing the good stuff. I'm bringing the good stuff to the Lord. But God didn't ask you to do that. So we have to ask ourselves, are we succumbing to the pressure because of, of the relationship we're in? Whether that's our children, whether that's our spouses, whether that's I don't care whether it's the pastor. I don't care who it is. Are we succumbing to pressure because of the relationship? And we are allowing that pressure because of the relationship to take us out of the will of God. I'm asking you today and on this weekend to be real with yourself, to reflect on every relationship, even on the relationships where you thought you were doing the right thing. I'm going to do the right thing and I'm just going to leave the home with my spouse and my children where is that the right thing when God says he hates divorce? Where is that the right thing? Maybe the right thing is going to counseling. Maybe the right thing is separating for a season. We have to get back to God's way. Remember, I'm not saying any of these things are bad. You know, if your child is running in, into difficulty, I can understand why as a parent you might want to co-sign. I can understand that. I'm a parent. I can understand why you would want to co-sign. It seems like the right good thing to do, right? The good thing to do. But is it the righteous thing to do? Because righteous means not only being a good parent or a good friend or a good spouse or whatever it also means loving God and keeping his commandments staying true to his words believing first that Jesus Christ is Lord and then everything else falls into line so I hope this blesses you I know it was a little rough and when I got the download I just wrote it down I have notes from it but I want to be obedient to the Holy Spirit because disobedience causes destruction. Remember, all sin, even sin of disobedience, leads to suffering. When we are disobedient, somebody's suffering as a result. 
disobedience leads to destruction. All all sin leads to suffering, but not all suffering is a result of sin. How do we know that disobedience is is sin? Because the word of God says rebellion. When you are disobedient, you are rebel rebelling. The Life Application Bible says that rebellion is like the sin of divination, which is like witchcraft. It is a sin. So, you guys, I, God bless you. I love you. I hope you don't feel a certain way about this. But again, I need to be obedient. And I pray that this message blesses somebody who is evaluating relationships in their life. That doesn't mean you have to cut somebody off. You know, that doesn't mean you have to stop talking to a certain person because now, you know, you uh, you are holier than thou. No, but that means that we have to every now and then reflect on who we are connected to and who is connected to us. And as we read more and and pray more about a look at ourselves first before we start looking at anybody else, look, look at yourself because you might be saw. I might be saw in a given season where I'm just being disobedient, Um, but it doesn't have to stay that way. We serve a true and living God who wants to forgive us. All we have to do is repent and turn because repentance is not just saying I'm sorry. Repentance is making a change. I love you. God bless you. Have an awesome day and have an awesome weekend. Talk soon. Bye bye.